Okay, right, so do you know I texted you about doing a like intro, musical intro to this? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I didn't because I started oh doing I started doing one and it was shit, which is kind of appropriate because the film we're talking about today is They Live uh, by John Carpenter, who insists on doing music for all of his films. Does he do the music himself? And he does. He does most. I think a lot. Oh right, that explains a lot. That explains yeah. that baseline. Yeah. So, uh, 1988 by John Carpenter. Right. So you you really like if you've never seen yeah by John Carpenter. It's 1989, mate. I've got it. It says 88 on the DVD. Oh, all right, fair play. Okay, I'm oh. just going off that. So I'm, I'm sorry. Going... I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. So if if you've never seen a John Carpenter film before, like the music is like a heavy like influence of the story. It's very very important to it. But, I did note that. I yeah, but in one. this film, it's too much. There, there, I'm sure there are scenes where uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. The uh, main protagonist goes at least five minutes without saying a goddamn yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is. Um, I think we remarked while watching it yeah. that the script must have been maybe fifteen pages. That's it. There's not an awful lot of talking in this movie. It's like, it's like John, it's John, John, get off the fucking keyboard, pick up a fucking pen. Yeah, you're a writer. Okay. Right, so, right, I know, like, I saw you feverishly, like, scrolling whilst we were watching it, so I know you've got a lot to talk about, so I'm just going to get through these three quick points, and it's like, before I let you go. Okay. Right, okay, so, the first one, did did you notice the pocket cutlery that Frank had? No. Yeah, man, when when they're in the camp, after he's taken Nada there, Mm -hmm. like, they have some food, some free food that, like, is really unappreciated of. But, like, when, when Frank is talking to Nardi, he's got his, like, spoon and his fork in his, like, top his pocket. pocket. Yeah, man. So it's a nice one. Yeah. I, I, I might know why, actually. Well, I, I like it. He, he's prepared to eat at any times. He's a prepared man. Well. He's a prepared man. You're okay. only evidencing what I'm going to say. Yeah, well, probably, <laughs> probably so. Like, like, second, on, like, proudly written on the DVD, just got to raise this point, it says, one of the longest fist fights in the history of cinema. Oh, yeah. Let's get it on. It's like, it's great, because it is exactly what it says it is. It is one of the longest fists. It's not, yeah. the, it's maybe not the best, but it is the longest. I mean, I'd like that at the start of that fist fight, they sort of preface it by saying to each other, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> and for two people that don't want to fight, they, 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 they do love, a fucking they, good job of it. They love knackering people, but there's no but no rules where he's just pure, oh. just like like kneeing him right in the spot. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's not letting off. Like, and then this, this final quick part. It, like one of the other main things about this film that you might have heard about, even if you haven't seen it, is is the phrase "I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass." Right. Okay. So this is when he enters into the bank and he just announces this that he wants to chew bubblegum and kick ass, but he's all out of gum. It's like nobody fucking asks you, mate. It's like what you're doing, just running into a bank and saying a really bad phrase. But this is the point, right? It's an awesome phrase. It's not a really bad phrase. It's but that. Bad. Bear in mind, he's, he's, just, he's just walked into a bank, mm-hmm. right? Think about how many shit puns he could have used. Here's just some, right? I'm here to cash some checks and <laughs> something else. I'm here to make a withdrawal, yeah? I'm come here to balance the books. 
yeah? Or like, your stock's about to fall, but this chewing gum one, which is not relevant to a bank, it irks me. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Like, it, well, okay. You came to the wrong place yeah, there, that's, mate. That's not, we're not a the place, bank. yeah. yeah. <laughs> not notoriously known. Over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not notoriously known for chewing gum in a bank. What a mug. Okay, go on. Right, I think I'm ready. Go on. <sighs> fucking hell. Fucking hell. What do you mean, fucking hell? Right. <laughs> they live, John Carpenter, 1989. <laughs> Bitch. So, Rowdy Roddy Piper is suffering, suffering, <laughs> suffering delusions of grandeur, and he's murdering innocent people. And it all starts in the opening scene of the movie where he walks past graffiti that says, They live. Yeah? Ooh. Let's have a look at him. He's unemployed, he's homeless, he's down on his luck and out for revenge but on us all. He's dressing well in his flannel shirts, though. I know. How's he dressing so well? And he's proper tight. Is he legitimately homeless? We don't know. No, he, no, he said he worked in Cleveland or something, where he's come from. He's previously Well, worked. I mean, it's fair to assume he doesn't have a home, mostly. Oh, yeah. He could, yeah, he's, he's transient. Yeah, he's a veteran. He's not having a nice time, yeah? He's mad at us all. He's mad at society. Did we make him this way? I don't know. But anyway, we first see... His delusions being implanted by the blind preacher on the street. Right? He's listening to what this guy's saying. He's putting these ideas in his head. He's just seen this graffiti that says they live and he's in a bad mood anyway, right? Things start to build. We see a scene where he's sleeping rough in an alleyway and he's watching some woman on TV and it's like it's like some sitcom or like so it's, it's something. He's, he's like derision on his face as he's watching it, man. It's like it's it's a it's the I'm great program. That's I've got that I've got that in the pit. There, there it's go. the I'm great there program. I'm great program. So he's got He's got delusion being fed by this preacher who's spouting off all this garbage. And then he's got derision being fed from the Iron Great program on TV. These are feeding into the two things he's already feeling at the start of the film. His, his, uh, his shame and hatred because of the position he's in. And then this delusion being fed by the graffiti is reinforced by the preacher and by the television show. If we actually look at him... He's got a lot of muscle and a lot of physical strength and a bit too much, I'd say, to be legitimately homeless. So I'm presuming, evidenced by the pocket cutlery, he's done this Benching before. under the bridge. He's, 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 likely, he's likely been eating his victims, I'd say. I don't have a lot of evidence for that. Wow. Like, that's just the point I made. Anyway, he, we see him hit his lowest point. Oh, well, we're just going to brush over the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, right, okay. that's, that's not really part of it. Okay. Right. We see him get to his lowest point when he's staying at the homeless camp, right? And that this is when the nightmare really begins, yeah? So there's a little speech he gives when he talks about having hard times. He says, oh, we've all got our own hard times. And he's legitimately, like, a bit Norman Bates in this moment, yeah? I feel like the director is intentionally trying to feed something to us. He's trying to show us, like, this scene did not happen by accident, yeah? So after this, they see the hacker on TV, yeah? Yeah. And he's talking about the same thing that yeah. he's just talking and, and about. And then the preacher's like talking about that in the street mm, at yeah. the same and time. Yeah, feeding his delusion. Yeah, like I, 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 I was yeah. wondering that. It's like when, when I was watching it, it's like, okay, so is, is, it, is it like a practice verse that they're all using? Maybe. Because I'm saying the church is a cult. 
not dissimilar to the people's temple. The idea of this utopian society that we're all being deprived of, that we could get to if we all just were on the same page, is evidenced by the big police because, big, And the only reason that's holding them back is a, a like, international, uh, like, inter- yes. like, stellar yes, conspiracy. Stephen. Yes, Stephen. We see the police doing this shutdown, don't we? a la People's Temple, a la Waco. Yeah. It all goes down. That's what's going on. This is a cult thing, and the police know it. So, that police thing happens. The church gets cleared out. He goes in there, and he gets the glasses, yeah. When he goes in that alleyway, he hides them in the bin before he knows anything about them. He just decides that he wants to hide them, yeah. He's imbuing them here psychologically with some sort of significance. He doesn't know what. So when he tries them on for the first time, his mind starts to fill in the blanks. And we see, conveniently, that all these things that he see are somehow related to the previous anxieties he had. Absolutely. This, right. this idea of alien overlords and like consume and conform. These are all things he was already worried about. Like, and it just happens to be the truth when he puts on these glasses that for some reason he knew was important. That he waited though. Because like if you look at when he's viewing them, they're all wearing sunglasses. So if he finds yeah. loads of sunglasses and then sees all of them wearing sunglasses, first thing you do is put on the sunglasses. But he waits. He waits. Why? Because his mind needs to make up the story first. Like I say, everything he sees is, is so conveniently tailored to him. And the evidence for this not being real, right? Why would... He's then... breakfast clubbing it, isn't he? He is. He sees <laughs> everything in his most convenient forms, oh, isn't he? Bye. Obey. <laughs> so, so we see the guy buying the newspaper saying to him, what's your problem? Why would one of them buy a newspaper just to read a big white page that says conform on it? You see the women in the salon as well with the magazines that say the same stuff. Why would they buy them? That guy's... Yeah, why, why, would they, why would they ensure that they print something that only conveys one message to everybody else, yeah. but also conveniently is reading material for them? Yeah. It's, it's just bullshit. But also is reading material for humans as well. Yeah. But the subliminal message of it is just what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's bullshit. Yeah. They're just magazines. He's making it all up. It's all in his head. So then without <laughs> without, without any fact-checking then, he just goes for it, right? Uh, just, just starts slagging that woman off. Yeah. And the guy says, I'm going to call the police, right? And then he start, He has this hallucination that they all start dialing him in on the watchers. Yeah? yeah. And then he gets outside. He thinks, oh, they're coming to get him. They're all coming to get him. And conveniently, the only people who do actually come to get him are two police officers. That he yeah? decides are like these that evil people. That he decides people. are these evil people. Steals, and straight away, straight away, away steals a gun and murders them. Yeah. Yeah. He, like there's no there's no like no oh, checking no nothing there's no there's no real threat to him though as well like these police officers well, are coming I mean, to that arrest him that pulls a gun on him and then he turns around and kills him before yeah. he can because he, he's it's the same to me it could be easy buddy yeah they're just trying to arrest yeah. him and then he sees him as these demonic forms because yeah. oh. he's mental yeah so then he goes into the bank with more guns and just instantly and just starts, starts killing people. people a guy disappears in the bank on his watch doesn't he would CCTV corroborate this story I don't think so I don't think that happens I think that's his first major hallucination in the film which feeds his like oh. 
Right, Kevin, okay, that was a slight break because we're just <laughs> fucking amateurs and somebody's phone rung. It's on silent now. I apologise to our four. <laughs> all two of our listeners <laughs> right so yeah so sorry he goes into the bank yeah starts murdering everybody and then he sees that guy disappear and what I was saying was I don't think that that will be on CCTV I, th- I think that doesn't happen I think that's his first major hallucination yeah and that he's just he's just like think about the adrenaline that's yeah, rushing he, through he's, he's, he's just he's been, he thinks he's been attacked He's just like murdered two police officers, and, and then he's, he's entering into a bank. More and more things to justify yeah. him doing this, so he starts seeing and believing more and more extreme things. That's why it all starts to escalate. Now they're teleporting around. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all just getting worse. Right? It's it's all from his perspective, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There's, no one can ever corroborate anything that's happening. It's always just him. So immediately after this, he kidnaps a woman. Yeah, same people don't do this. Oh, the really young old woman. <laughs> yeah, the ambiguously aged lady. <laughs> Just kidnaps her, right? Yeah. Don't kidnap people, man. <laughs> You're never going to be the hero, no, are you? Exactly. It's like punching you a guy in a wheelchair. You You're never going to be the hero. <laughs> The things he does in this movie. Even if a guy was he's, a dick, he's, he's punching. He's nah. the bad guy, yeah? He's insane. I mean, he's just. He's, he's criminally insane. He's murdering people, yeah? So so he kidnaps this woman. He's in her apartment with her, right? And he, he can easily confirm what he believes to be true by getting her to try on the sunglasses, yeah? And she rightfully says to him, whether I see what you're talking about or I don't, I'm going to tell you that I can see it, yeah? Yeah. She's exactly right. She is exactly right. And the only instance we do see in this film of someone putting the glass on and seeing what he sees is after a, the longest fist fight ever. A physical altercation. In the history of cinema. <laughs> an extreme verbal harassment, yeah? Do you know what this is it's called? It's a fucking concussion, motherfucker. Do you know what this is called? It's called Stockholm Syndrome. That's what's happening. No, that's called fucking CTE. It's that bit he's bashing his head on the floor. Yeah. He, he, and he, like, I was quite impressed actually because you you watch you watch that fight scene and you look at the actual physical injuries that they seem to sustain and they're like legit. Like when he's bashing that um, um, Frank's head on the floor, like after the, the scenes, like you can see like like red on his head, like it would be. Oh, but it's that really cool scene where he goes for him with the, like the two before, oh, yeah, and he yeah, actually yeah. smashes the glass, and he's like, oh shit, oh, so I don't sorry. actually want to kill you, but I'll still carry on pounding on you for ten <laughs> yeah. minutes. Though, it's like bro. he doesn't understand like the levels of danger yeah. and what he's doing. Like two by four, back punch it. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. kneeing in dick. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> So, so the first person to try on the glasses and actually see what he's seeing, he gets beaten to delirium, right? And he already shares similar insecurities we know from the conversations that he had at the homeless camp earlier, and thereby he shares the delusion. And this is the beginning of mass psychogenic illness. And also, like even earlier on, as soon as he goes to the building site, like there's the union part of it because he says, "Can I have a job?" And he's like, "Yes, we need guys." And then it's like. Oh, you're not uh, not part of the union. Straight away, Straight like I said, away. again, fixing in that thing. It's like yeah. I'm here. I need to be part of this. To be part of this. To be part of this. See, it's all coming together. Yeah, well, it's there. <laughs> 
it's 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 as plain as obey. <laughs> so this is the beginning of mass psychogenic illness, otherwise known as mass hysteria, caused by disturbance involving excitation, loss, or alteration to function. Does this sound correct? I'd say so. So he goes to this cult meeting, yeah. And the climax of the movie sort of begins. You can clearly see at this cult meeting, it's a group of paranoid conspiracy theorists. The people are there, yeah? The people that are there. They're, the, they're chemtrails. They're yeah. flat earthers. Alex Jones, Infowars. Yeah, man. It's the fucking con the contact lenses. Because that's the thing. Yeah. It's, the, well, free you it's the freedom the to wear... You yeah. don't have to well, wear the glasses anymore because you can just see with your you actual eyes. You can just see. You're there just going to no fucking put contact lenses in your motherfucking eyes because a motherfucker says so. It's all in their heads, mate. Yeah. There's nothing going on there. So we start listening to these people talk, yeah, and they refer to defectors as sellouts and they call themselves the movement, yeah? And I put it to you. This cult is not going to try and shut off some signal yet. They're removing a signal so they can broadcast their own message and begin mass hysteria and cause chaos, yeah? That's yeah. what I think's going on. But once again, the police are on to them. They know they're a cult. Police come in and start blowing everyone to hell. Yeah? Well, they have weapons. Yeah, they're terrorists. They're, they're trying to attack a TV station and blow up, like, blow up the satellite. Because of what they reckon. Because, because they're all sharing some delusion, yeah? And I know what you're probably going to say. A little bit after this, we see them jump through a portal and go to some space station, is it? And they're looking at Earth. That looks very un-space station-y. It looks yeah. very much like the back of a stadium. Yeah. So I'm saying, if I'll take you back to when you saw the first guy disappear and I've talked about how he's trying to rationalise... Oh, like, like something that would go down to somewhere it's that at a, some point a, would shut. It's just a manhole. Mm, it's a like, manhole into a sewer. Is it not just a fucking elevator? No, they just go down a manhole into a sewer. That's all they do. No, but that something hole, that shuts. What, that conveniently round hole in the floor. Yeah, no, but like I say, it could be represented like, like a lift. The door shut. It could be anything. Yeah. We don't know where they're going, but they're not going to space, I can tell you that. It's probably just, I thought, when I saw that circle, it's a manhole, and they've gone down into a sewer, and then, like when he saw the bank teller disappear, to rationalise what they've both just done, like, in this, in this cult meeting, and the shootout with the police, they both share in this grand illusion, then, in whatever sewer or subway system they're in, and they see all this spaceship and all these people... Why is the bilingual, like, directions? I don't know. Well, I mean, there's some humans there, they think. They think there's defectors there, don't they? So that, that's why there would be things in English and alien language, I guess. But do, do, the, do the guys who, like, the, the, the ones who are collaborating with the aliens, do they not, are they, are they not have, like, the contact lenses to see, oh, like, know. the real one? Oh, maybe. Oh, no, maybe they, they don't kind of have to, do not they? They're, like, banging each other and stuff. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to see that shit, would you? Yeah. <laughs> ah, you wouldn't want to see that shit, man. I think I wouldn't wear the glasses. Like, if those aliens came to me and was like, listen, you stumbled upon us, we're going to give you all this money and set you up a really cushy life and a really fit wife. We can make her look however she wants. I'm like, oh, yeah, check off a bit of that, man. But well, you're going to have to look at our ugly faces. You have to wear the glasses. Like, why make my wife attractive then if I'm just going to see her as a blue fish? Like, I mean, man, James Cameron would be fucking into that, wouldn't he? If you seen Avatar. Oh yeah, well, you're plugged into, oh, I'm gonna plug into this animal. That that I like I previous conversation about a future like Avatar sequel. But yes, uh, I don't think that's fit for a podcast. 
<laughs> so anyway, they start sharing this illusion of this grand meeting and this 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 speech this guy's giving you and it's it really reminded me of jack torrance in the ballroom in the shining and i wrote down i wrote it's so surreal and dreamlike with the music i actually think this is the correct way to watch this film well it, it, and it's it really weird what you said about him even writing all the music earlier like he did that intentionally he wanted you to feel a certain way watching that scene with his music I think I might actually be onto something. Well, it's, it's, it's the way that they both walk in. They're both dressed in, like, obviously, sick outfits, like oh, flannel yeah. shirts. <laughs> the, the, the fashion in this, like, yeah, again. Oh, yeah. 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 They, like, they both walk in, and then this guy comes up, and he's like, oh, I'm glad to see you yeah. here. Yeah. Knows who they are. He's yeah. Like their it's, it's, he's their Delbert Griffin. Yeah. It's just like, oh, oh, I knew I'd... See, does he say, like, I know I'd yeah. see you here at some point? So, well, I knew you'd be here. Like, oh, I knew you'd defect or, or something to yeah. that effect. I'm sure he says. And the further evidence with this is that guy refers to himself as a sellout. Yeah. That's what they've... It's their own monologue. It's what they've been calling him the whole time. It's not real. None of it's real. Then after this, yeah, they just happen to teleport to where, to exactly where they need to be in this tower, yeah. They just happen to end up there after being in space, yeah. And by the end of it, by the way, they're not even killing the aliens. They're just straight up killing humans at the end of it. Just killing the army and the police. And they don't really care anymore. They're just full on murdering people, yeah. And then Holly blows that guy away. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's assumed, isn't it? Because it's like, when, well, like, when, it, when, it, when it, they have the contact lenses in, it's just like, oh, they're only well, shooting the bad guys. No, because we see, they still see some people as aliens, yeah. and others they don't. So they're yeah. just killing humans and aliens. Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, it's like, oh, just, alien kill them, they just accept, human with gun, kill them. Yeah, they just accept that they're killing humans now. Uh, so the Holly blows that guy away, right? And I wrote that she's likely to be a detective the whole time. Because when she throws him out the window at the start, she obviously has combat training. And she also, when she's on the she phone... She fucked him up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I like it's really cool the way they film that scene from the top. I, well. I like the way as well she goes, she goes, hey, I'm thirsty. I'm yeah. going to need a drink. <laughs> of wine. <laughs> of wine, yeah. I'm thirsty for wine. Yeah, told it that. Yeah, if you're thirsty for wine, I'm a glass of water. You're thirsty for water. If you're thirsty for wine, you're an alcoholic. Maybe that's why she looks like she's fucking eighty, but she's like twenty years old. There's a lot of stuff on that face making her look that way, isn't there? That I mean, drinking is terrible. So, so I did, I deduced that yeah, when she blows that guy away, she's likely a detective. She's like a double agent. She's pretending to work with them. She's actually yeah, yeah. the police. And that explains the phone call she makes after she throws him out the window. Because she's not making the emergency call. She's saying, no, I'm all right. She's reporting. Yeah, pretty much. She's reporting on this guy. The police probably knew he was there the whole time. We see, we see the siren straight after on her way to her house. Not like an emergency call. They, they were there. They were waiting for, for her to take care of herself. Because they knew she could, right? So... She blows that guy away. With, wait, 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 wait. Quick one on that as well. With the what? really small shitty guns, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's one of the great things about this film. Like, the progression of gun sizes. It, like, it's, it's really weird. It's like, it's like, oh, they've got a gun this size. And it's like, next season, like, oh, they've got a bigger gun. And then it's like, hey, tell me what bigger than that. And it's like, oh, they've got a machine gun. And it's like, oh, they've gone back down. They've gone back down. And <laughs> Subverted your expectations. But, but, the original Ryan Johnson. But that's it. <laughs> that's the thing. But then the very end, the gun they use is basically like the smallest gun they can fucking use. 
So he's just like, big gun, big, big gun. Small, it's big. He doesn't need a big gun to get the job done. No, I know, but he... He's Roddy Pike, mate. No, but he's like, she pulls a tiny gun, kills kills Frank, and then he's like, ah, fuck you, I've got a tiny gun. Got one, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah, so he gets blown away, and then... He destroys the signal, yeah, and he sees this gr- flash of green light as he's dying, yeah. And so, as I say, the, the signal gets destroyed. The cult broadcasts their own signal, and this episode of mass hysteria begins, where people start seeing what this cult has wanted them to see the whole time. We know this stuff's been all over the news, yeah. And so everyone's being fed this this idea. We've seen the preachers, we've seen the graffiti. That stuff's out there, and then it's evidenced by the stuff on the news and the idea that this man is trying to save us from like some grand conspiracy. Everyone's got it in the head. Then the cult, they send out this signal after the original signal is destroyed. People start tapping into it, and it all starts happening. People start seeing what they want them to see, but certain people don't. Celebrity, they start seeing celebrities as ugly people because of jealousy. I've got this down, bro. I've got this, bro. Does it make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Because what it is, is is this jealousy. It's like the turning of cycles, and it's like people that they see in positions that they, they don't like. So it's like they suddenly start seeing them unfairly, there you go. Necessarily unfair. Because you think about, it, yeah, there are some people like that you might look up to, like these like, billionaire like assholes, that Starbucks dickhead who thinks about running for president. It's like you bill <laughs> like some like some guy like heckled him, called him like a bill like egotistical billionaire asshole, which is one of the best insults ever. <laughs> yeah, like but that. but that's it. You see them as ugly, but then you might see people who are just doing a little bit better than you as ugly. Yeah. Jealousy. If, if it's all pumped in. Yeah. It's all pumped in together. Absolutely. So, we, yeah, we see people, they start to see these things, but they only react to people who aren't seeing them. The people that don't buy into it. They start to turn on them and they see the non-reactors wow. as they. Yeah? This is mob mentality. People being influenced by their peers to adopt certain behaviours on a largely emotional rather than rational basis. Absolutely. They live. I sussed it. Just throw down that book. Boom. Boom. I sussed it, man. And the John pa- Carpenter, secretly fucking brilliant, ahead of I, his time. Absolutely. I mean, I, mean, I promise you, man. You, you, look, look, at the par- you look at the parallels that you like currently have. That's exactly how it's working. Watch this movie I think with it, this in mind. I, I think yeah. it, I think I spot. To be fair, I think that sort of parallel of like creating like conflict where there is none has always been a political system. Hmm. But I, I think at the moment now, with media and especially the media is a part of this film, especially personal yeah, 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 yeah. at the moment. Right, okay, so whilst you've elevated it <laughs> up, it's now time for me to bring it down to oh, my Jesus. level. Right? Okay, <laughs> so realistically, you can look at it like that. There's a prophetic kind of visual hymn, I will. a warning. I will look at it like that. Of a potential future. But what I'm saying is, I think it's all a bit of a... It's small price to pay for some free TV. <laughs> I think because it was, I think you tried to. Uh, <laughs> the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I think you tried Alien to. Alien uh, Overlords or the license. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> it, that's it. Yeah. 
I think you blanked it out of your mind because it's so stupid. Right, so, like, look at it. On the very surface of it, like, bums on the street, like, watching, like, t- free TV on a fucking sofa outside. I mean... Still complaining yeah, about enough, it. man. Still and, like, I think we look at the channel listing, man. It's the I'm Great program that we talked about previous. Where this woman, she's got, ah, my life's ace. Everything's wicked for me. It'll never go bad. Oh, it's dead good. People watch that. <laughs> mm. And that's why the TV's also Modern shit. parallels. Right? The button fashion channel, I like that. It's like, they've got, like, proper future stuff. But it's just like, oh, there's people wearing, like, some clothes with loads of buttons on it, walking <laughs> around. I mean, I like that. It's just, they just watch it, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's nice and relaxing, just loads of buttons. Modern parallels, okay? The Bro High Five channel. Where there's like like some guys like wearing caps and they're like doing some discernible sport and then just going, Hey, high five! Are these all in there? Yes they are! They're in there! They're in there! You just you just don't pay attention. I was all. just thinking I was just thinking about like mass hysteria and shit. Nah man! I, I can't believe I missed the actual point of the movie. Exactly, you're losing the point of care. So, right, if you're on the street, you're a bum, you watch it on your sofa, no monthly subscription, right? Okay? So right, but without that, looks like to be the end of adverts as well. Yeah. If you're giving it away free, don't fucking matter about adverts, does it? There's no more like your video playing like five, four, three, two, fucking skip, yeah? Is it? It's just the end of adverts. So that's good. So you got free TV, no adverts, okay, right? Oh man, there's a lot of adverts in this movie. Well, yeah, it's yeah. kind of one of the points, isn't uh, it? Ah, no, it's fine. It's fine, you know, it's not bad. Oh, no, well, sorry, we've already established that I completely missed the point anyway. Yeah, so. okay. <laughs> and then, uh, right, okay. So going on from that, you got the subliminal stuff, right, okay? So, mm-hmm. like, ooh, ooh, it's telling you to obey, it's telling you to submit and stuff like that. So what the fuck's cheese telling you to do? <laughs> Telling you to buy it because it's fucking cheese, right? So, do you look at cheese and go, mm, I'm not sure if I want cheese, and then subliminally you just go, Oh, I want cheese though. No, you don't, do you? Just buy cheese because you want cheese. Oh, There's literally no point putting any subliminal message apart from eat cheese on cheese, right? <laughs> there's, there's one that says, This is on, on like the drinks. That says, doesn't need to be subliminal. Exactly. You could just say, just buy me, I'm cheese. You're allowed to advertise your product. All you need to do (laughs) to sell cheese is put cheese on it. Yeah? Yeah. Like the drink said, oh, say sleep. Right, okay, so if you drink alcohol, you might get a bit sleepy. Mad shock. You don't need to. But, like, realistically, though, makes it fucking easy, doesn't it? Would you not prefer that? Like, on on wine, it's about sleepy juice. Yeah, I guess. I mean,. Yeah. What if everything was just named literally what Pretty it was? much. Okay, so like adverts and like magazines and stuff. Like, right, what would you prefer? Right, like reading a magazine, like having to do that. Or just like having the magazine, it's like, oh, what are you reading there? It's like, oh, I'm just reading the uh, last Don't Resist. And it's like, oh, is it any good? And it's like, I don't know, it hasn't told me yet. <laughs> huh? And, and then on that... There is a very missed opportunity where he is in the um, at the newsstand and he's reading a magazine. He's trying on the glasses, mm. looking at the people, and then trying on the glasses again. He should really be looking at a porn mag because it would make it so much funnier. 
If he was like looking at a poor man, putting his glasses on, looking at it, and then looking at the people shocked, taking his glasses off. I think I think that's a missed opportunity. You wouldn't want to miss an opportunity. Exactly, so Mr. Opportunity. <laughs> so right, so your food Right, your food and your adverts are taken care of, right? So you, so we don't need to be told what to think and stuff like that. So we save a lot of time with like shit journalism, wouldn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't have to fucking read newspapers and stuff like that. Just say obey and stuff. I'd be like, yeah, fine, okay, and stuff like that. You, okay, another part of newspapers. New other part of newspapers. On the back of it, sport, fuck off. <laughs> right? Okay, if you're going to be getting free sport, you, I reckon you could basically get away doing fucking anything. Because like, if you're being controlled by a ruling elite to keep you in your place, but you have free sports... You'd fucking do it. Hey, but... Hey, is that not the same but now? Huh? Huh? Not but you fan. have to pay for it? Huh? Not a big fan of sports, huh? mate. I know it? you're what, not. What's in it for me? But that's like modern day appreciation. But what's in it for me, though? It says pause for appreciation of modern day comment. Ooh. Ooh. That's in my notes. Sorry. You get people free sports. You can fuck off. Right. And Twitter would be a piece of piss, wouldn't it, as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it's like Twitter, so it's like, oh, it's Kanye, what's he, he was just saying bye. <laughs> oh, Donald Trump's just saying obey. Uh, so, you know, pretty good, pretty good. Huh? Makes it a lot easier. Does, man. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, but like, this is where I came to that point of that same thing where, like, fit people being ugly, isn't it? If you, if you destroyed these things, if you trolled down these things, these are things that would happen. People would turn on each other. And it's not necessarily like, it's people who were, like, in different situations. People would turn on each other without these things, yeah? Yeah. See, you'd have problems. Like I said, you'd, like, you'd alienate people. Hmm. But anyway, that's my bit. Have you got any more? Or is that you? Would you done? Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> See, I I got pages, bro. Mate, I I five I've done my homework. Oh right, okay. Well, what we can do now before? Because I mean, I, I I did. This. I sort of just I went deep on it, man. That's the thing. Because like usually I've got these few like stupid things that I want to say, but on this one I proper got caught up in it. I just noticed as well, right behind you on there. We've got it playing, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh, it's old. It's old young woman. Yeah, Ian. That drone is shot down, right? He shoots it and sees it blow up. and you, All you clear, see is a shotgun shell fall there's, on the floor. There's a clear shot of him covering his head, but no debris comes Yeah, down. there's a shotgun shell. You can see it. A shotgun shell, like, falls. That's all he's, like, waiting on. That's what hits the ground. You can actually see it. Is it actually... Am I actually right? You're probably right. <laughs> You're probably right. Okay, but the, like, say, bef- before we get into my thing, because like, I wanted to, I, I thought you had more, because like, my bits are bit, dr- my bits are dr- bit dreary now. But like, I'll, I'll just well, chuck I, I this in. I, I went deep, man. I went. Deep. I got fixed. That's yes. fine. Um, we haven't talked about like the film budget. No. Like I say, so I, I've got I've got the film costs here. These are actual film costs. Really? Um, yeah, I, I did my research. I did right. some uh, research. So um, the original film budget. I mean, you've got to understand the times. The numbers may not sound so high in terms of today's figures, but you've got to understand the time. Okay, so um, you look the top top film budget. It's amazing. It's it's only eight million dollars. Eight million. Eight, amazing, yeah. Of that, you would look at the breakdown. So, uh, wardrobe, six million. Actors, 0.5 million. Script, 0.5 million. Everything else, one million. 
And if you drill down into the, the costing, the six million of wardrobe was on Ray-Bans. <laughs> All in that box. Like, like do, we have to, do we have to buy Ray-Bans? <laughs> Mr. Carpenter says, like, yeah, yeah. It's got to be Ray-Bans. <laughs> in many years' time, you'll understand the context of this film through a podcast by two absolute dickheads. So they actually has to be Ray-Bans, because otherwise it wouldn't be authentic. Even so, Mr. Carpenter, can we, can we not just... Can we just, just use, like, cheap sunglasses? Can we not just use the same ones, like, four times? <laughs> no! Meddling in his artistic integrity. Exactly. <laughs> wouldn't want to do that to Mr. Carpenter. <coughs> okay, so... Uh, like I said, I would have hoped... It would be a uh, more brevity at the end of this, but I think we're going to have to come to the aftermath, and that's the title, the aftermath. Right, so, like, traditionally, <laughs> at the end of, like, films that, are, that have antagonism, conflict, resolution, there's an aftermath, and where it is that you're destroying a network, a ruling class, an overlord, the evil empire, there are usually celebrations, yeah? So everybody's happy that the events that have happened, yep. you know, but their freedom is the more important thing. You're fucking yubnobbing it. Yep. Yeah? It's all yubnob. Yeah, man. Right. Even and, on your Stormtrooper progress and that. Exactly. And, oh, yeah. and, and the, the future is bright and it was difficult and the struggle that you had was real, but it, in, in the entirety, it was worth it. Yep. All the acts were committed were worth it. I put to you, in this film, it's absolutely not. Because the horrible <laughs> trauma that pretty much a lot of the people experience in this film, it will not give a shit if at the end of it, always oh, because of aliens, doesn't matter, your life is fucked. Yeah. You're going to be so traumatised by what's happened by our fucking absolute silent protagonist, I mean, because he's <laughs> fucking silent, yeah. has basically wrought upon your community. It's like the Matrix, man. Like, if I... If someone came to my fucking door with a tattoo on their neck and I got some email saying, follow the white rabbit, they're like, and I did, like an idiot, and then someone said to me, it actually turns out you're living in a virtual reality, the world's run by machines, you can come and live with me on a spaceship and eat gruel and we'll get hunted down by agents while our lives just crumble around us and we accept that the apocalypse has happened. I'd be like, I'll be silly, no, don't wake me up. Give me the other pill. I'll be, I'll be like, sit down, mate. I'll no, like, yeah, no, Morpheus. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can fuck right off. He's a fucking sit down, mate. But anyway, so like it's the horrible trauma. So like let's let's stack this up with like the people who are horribly traumatized. Like at that camp, right? So there's people there's there's like right, it might not be his fault, fair, but he's, he's like poking around well, fucking burying the church. You're going with big fucking binoculars whilst the police are there going looking at this stuff. Cause it's all bullshit. He's just He's just making trouble. He's, fucking, He's causing trouble. He's ruining people's lives, man. He ropes that dude into some... Bullshit. Yeah, man. Some bullshit. Some ridiculous but adventure that ends up getting him murdered. But it's like people who are getting, like, fucking their houses, bulldogs. It don't matter. It don't matter at the end. Oh, it, oh it was aliens. They're fucking... They're so going to be... Tr- they weren't going to be able to sleep at 
fucking night. I'd rather not know. Yeah, the, guy, the, world was the guy's in the bank, right? Out. You're fucking there. You're changing your fucking direct debit, right? And this cunt comes in, makes a real bad pun, and then just starts killing the fuck <laughs> out of everybody. You just stood there like, oh yeah, I need to make a deposit or something. Sorry, I just I can't concentrate. Someone's shouting about bubblegum. Bubble <laughs> <gum. laughs> like that. And like, right, okay, so you were in that experience. You were a bank. You were doing that. You were fucking... Like cashing a check from your fo- a postal order from your fucking grandma. Yeah, or something like from your grandma uh, do they exist postal orders? Right. I don't know. Right. She's a lot older than me. But anyway, now fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So, so like even at the end of that thingy, like you'd go home and you'd be shaking and you wouldn't ever be able to sleep again. <laughs> but but then you see the TV comes through. It's like oh, it's because of aliens. And you're like. Were they all aliens? I couldn't see aliens. Maybe some of them weren't aliens. Maybe I were lucky that it's cunt just didn't fucking ice me. <laughs> Traumatised! <laughs> yeah? yeah? Okay. So, and in the TV station, man, they're fucking stalking the corridors. They're selecting their victims. They're picking them off. They're fucking having a fucking good old laugh when they run through that room of terrorised fucking employees just going, what do you say, some fucking quip or something like that, ah, hey. alright, dickheads, I might not fucking kill you, right, and then bang, another motherfucker dead, right, okay, so, oh, oh, the are aliens, cool, so, aftermath, he says, I always Paul today, oh, you're one of them aliens, oh, yeah, shot, saw him get his head dead. blown off, dead, fucking dead, they're all dead, <laughs> dead, but is that a bad idea? Because the thing is, it's like Linda's fucking, like, fucking chirping in your ear. Where's that list? Oh, I, I asked Paul to Where's do it. It's like, it's like, oh, yeah, Paul got fucking <laughs> Paul's shot. dead. Paul's Paul dead. Paul's got an old dead. Fucker. Do you know what I mean? He's a sugar mate song now. But the end of it as well, it's like they've broken this signal... And it's like all these people, and it's like the the wicked, like unnecessary, like eighties boob scene where yep. she's like fucking one of the aliens. <laughs> it's like it's that not a her- like could that not be like a horrible disease? I don't know, mate. Maybe he's got Johnny on. You don't no, know, no, 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 no. But like the when people start seeing them, is it not like a horrible disease that these people are suffering? Yeah, it's mass hysteria, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah. And he's, he's like, so what's going to happen to these motherfuckers? Like, in the, in the, like unless they can instantly get dead. No, he's, people are just going to treat them like shit for ages. Yeah, probably, yeah. It's like that. Until some motherfucker just puts some sunglasses on and puts a shotgun to that fucking It's like head. some extreme anxiety condition that in. It's like, well, I can't have sex with my boyfriend anymore because I think he's a bluefish. Exactly. <laughs> I can't go outside the house because everyone's a bluefish. Exactly. I tried to catch a check the other day when I couldn't because the band said I was a and then what do you say? He says, oh yes, I look strange, but I'm part of a global conspiracy to control your planet. It's not what you would say. But I'm really, really rich because of that. So keep fucking me. Yeah. But you're a blue fish. I'm really rich. Yeah, yeah. maybe. <laughs> okay. I think that's us done, isn't it? Yeah, we've only one phone call. Okay. Buh.